0: I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, February 4th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, chief Washington correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, in the last few weeks, there have been some high-profile cyber attacks on media and government websites. Now, you and your colleague, Tom Shanker, report on the front page of The Times this morning that an effort to come up with rules governing the use of cyber weapons is underway. And an early conclusion is that the president has the power to conduct a preemptive cyber strike against a country about to attack the U.S. Can you imagine a president doing that?
1: Oh sure, I can certainly imagine a president doing that, just as you could imagine a president acting uh unilaterally back in the uh in the nuclear days when they thought that an attack on the United States uh, of a nuclear nature was imminent. The difference uh is twofold. First, there are attacks cyber attacks on the United States every day from China, from Russia, and many other places. You read an interesting story last week about a four month long effort. Uh, that emanated from China to attack the New York Times, and they got uh, everybody's passwords, mine included. That's not what the president has in mind here. The concern is what do you do if you see a cyber attack coming that could take out uh, the country's entire power systems or bring down the financial system or the cell phone networks? And the question is would you wait and take it, or would you try to go in and um, uh, mess up the servers under which this this was coming from? And that's where sort of the old concept of preemption, which goes back to the 1800s in American lore, matches up with the new world of cyber.
0: Last week, there was an airstrike near Damascus, and you're reporting that the Israeli strike inside Syria ended up hitting a scientific research center that was critical to biological and chemical weapons research. Was that the Israeli's main target?
1: We don't think that was the main target, although I don't think they were terribly unhappy that it also suffered some damage. It looks like the main target was some uh, anti-aircraft missiles that the Israelis believed, rightly or wrongly, were about to get moved to Lebanon, which would um, greatly curtail Israel's ability to send fighter jets out uh, against Hezbollah. And they thought these missiles were going to go into Hezbollah's hands. But the missiles themselves were coming out of a scientific research lab that for years has been under American and Western sanctions for their work on chemical and biological uh, 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 weapons. And the issue here was the Israelis, I think, trying to go after the anti-missile systems, but also saying that they could take out this entire huge complex uh, if they decided to.
0: On another note, how about that picture of President Obama skeet shooting at Camp David?
1: That was pretty wild. Um, <laughs> you know, the politics of this were pretty interesting. First, the president said in an interview that he skeet shoots all the time. And, of course, there were many skeptics. So then the White House this weekend came up with this photograph of him uh, shooting on his birthday last August. Uh, we're not quite sure whether what, what all the time means. But I think what he was trying to say was that he's not anti-gun. He's not against anti-gun uh, uh, use in sporting uh, applications. But of course, he's out again today making the argument against assault weapons and weapons that he said no one would ever use for sport. So it's all part of a a pretty carefully honed campaign.
0: Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.